0: Welcome to another edition of the Search Engine Journal Show. I'm Danny Goodwin, Executive Editor of Search Engine Journal. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're continuing our ongoing series, Better Know and SEO Pro. And we'll be joined by Elena Solis in just a moment. But first, I just want to let you know that today's episode of the Search Engine Journal Show is brought to you by Shop SEJ. Did you know that more than 1 million SEO and marketing professionals visit Search Engine Journal every month? Want to get your brand or product noticed by our audience? Now you can with shopsej.com. Advertising on Search Engine Journal is super easy and fast. Whether your goal is to build brand awareness, generate qualified leads, or promote a product or service will help you find the most effective advertising option for you. Promoting your brand to people who matter has never been this easy. Advertise with Search Engine Journal and see the results yourself. Visit now to learn more about our advertiser special, buy three native ads, the fourth one is totally free. We also offer ebook, webinar, and podcast sponsorship, and many more products. Uh, Find the right advertising solution on Shop SEJ for your company. Visit shopsej.com to learn more. In today's edition of Better Know and SEO Pro, I'll be talking to Alayda Solis. Alayda is an international SEO consultant and founder of Orientee. She's also the co-founder of remoters.net, a remote work resources site. She's also the host of Crawling Mondays by Aleda, which you can find on YouTube. Uh, She's been in the industry since 2007. In the past, she managed international SEO projects for the SEER Interactive Agency, among others. She's been a contributor to Search Engine Journal, Moz, and Search Engine Land. Uh, Aleda is probably best known for her prolific speaking schedule. Uh, She's spoken at PubCon, Brighton SEO, Inbound, Search Love, MozCon, SMX, and far too many other ones to (laughs) uh, get into this introduction. Uh, In 2018, Aleda was also named the European Search Personality of the Year. In addition to her YouTube channel, you can find her at Aleda. On Twitter and she is also Aleda SEO Tips on Facebook. Aleda, welcome to the Search Engine Journal Show. It is so great to have you here today.
1: Thank you very much Danny. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. I've been wanting to talk to you. uh, You know you're on my dream list of uh, guests for when I started so I'm really excited to have you here today. So cool, yeah. So when I put the word out that I'd be chatting with you yesterday, I got a ton of good questions, uh, which we'll get into throughout the show. Uh, But for sure, what everyone really seems to want to know is how in the heck do you get everything done while traveling so often? Uh, And since we always want to give the people what they want, we'll start there. Uh, And I'll actually start with an audience question because I think this is one that a lot of people have for you. Uh, Christy Olson of Microsoft and also a search engine journal contributor, she wants to know, what tips do you have for, um, like, how do you get the work done, uh, you know, with client meetings um, while traveling and speaking at so Mm -hmm. many conferences? And I think this is a question a lot of people will look at you and see, like, all the traveling you do. Like, how do you get it all done? How do you manage it
1: I feel bad because it's actually not SEO related and, and, and it, it will sound a little bit like also a little bit, uh, self promotional because of my other project, it all started a few years ago. I actually started to work uh, remotely since, uh, I was working for, for in-house, right? For, mm-hmm. for a company called Forex Club in 2012. Then I, I went to work, uh, seer also remotely, uh, at, at some point when I became independent also, I, I, well, I, 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 I. I say to myself like why should i start trying to build like the typical uh in-person type of, of consultancy or agency or whatever like let's 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 do it remotely and 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 keep enjoying that uh, location independence that i already had right mm-hmm. and after a while after a while a lot of people actually started to ask me oh aleda how how do you do to work remotely how how do you manage uh your time how do you manage productivity etc so i built uh, a website uh, with another SEO, a friend of mine, whose whose uh, name is Elisa Martinez. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we both co-founded uh, Remoters. That is our our website where we share uh, tips, uh, not only from a productivity standpoint, but also we have interviews with lots of people who already work remotely, companies, entire organizations that work remotely. You have themes. Uh, that work remotely like for example we have hubspot uh, in, uh sharing tips and people from hubspot sharing how the, the, the 200 people from hubspot who work remotely uh, in a mixed type of environment uh and 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 we have a job board uh for remote work we have a living section a tool section so we wanted to share a little bit uh, with everybody mm-hmm. um about how how to do it how it is possible how how it is viable of course a lot of discipline is is required when people ask me actually like how do you handle that it's like i wish i i was able to say that i ha- i have some magic power or superhero type of power i wish i wish i i don't what i what i uh, try to do is to prioritize a lot i it requires a lot of discipline a lot of work understandably like and and for this of course it helps that um that it, it is my own consultancy at the end of the day, so uh, of course, if I need to pull and put much many more hours or or work uh, at midnight uh, or take calls at midnight, that happened to me a few months ago when I was in Australia mm. my, and, and my clients and, and a few of my clients were based in in, in Europe and i have when I was uh, uh, two years ago in, in New Zealand it was like that one of my clients was in 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 the states uh, the other one was based in the Netherlands and I was in in New Zealand, and of course there was no way that the three of us would be able to have a call at a proper uh, working time, so of course who's going to (laughs) end up taking the call at at night, like the consultant? (laughs) So so of course you need to have a lot of flexibility and willingness to give the extra mile, right? In my case uh, I, I am more than willing to do it so because it's something that I actually enjoy and it's my own consultancy at the end of the day. And then on the other hand, I, I'm like eating my own dog food, right? I have a mm-hmm. website where I promote remote work. So uh, when uh, when I started working remotely also, at the same time a little bit, I, I, I got to work, uh, I got to speak much more at conferences, right? And then I realized that um, because I, I was working by myself usually, I, I crave uh, this type of interaction and socialization uh with other people with the community because otherwise i'm alone working at home uh or i, I try to go to colleague to, to co-working spaces in the past but that doesn't work for me because i really need a quiet space to concentrate and and analyze i do analysis audits, etc mm-hmm. uh, and take calls right so so i i prefer to work from home and and what i do is to mix that like when 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 i am speaking i take that opportunity to socialize to network to learn from others to exchange ideas, uh, to talk uh, a little bit, shop right with other SEOs, and uh, and 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 this is why I, I I tend to speak a lot also because that is my opportunity to socialize. Otherwise, I will be at home working by myself all, all the time. I, I I work alone. to other people who work with me who help, who help me on a day to day basis. Um, but they are also remote, of course. Uh, so this is this is the thing, right? It's it's in part because. I I am promoting the type of of lifestyle, remote type of setting, uh, and and living it on my own, also to show that it is possible, of course, on one hand, and then, on the other hand, uh, it's because I, for me, it also gives me the socialization part. I am not a super extroverted person, but I am, I am certainly not an introverted. So I, I need a little bit of socialization, and this is the way that I that I obtain it, right? By going to conferences, by speaking, by by sharing, networking with other people. And um, and then of course I I this is the thing I love doing SEO. The reason why I I haven't gone to the path of building uh, like a full agency things like that, but staying small doing SEO consultancies because I actually enjoy doing SEO. So for me being able to share what I have found to be useful, what I have what I haven't, uh, it's also a great opportunity to for me to to give back to the to the community and keep. Keep doing in a in a different way uh, something that I that I love too. But yes, uh, regarding the tips, it, it is critical to have a really good reliable connection, uh, whatever you are. So that is the first thing, right? For example, in in Europe, I have a really good uh, mobile plan, uh, so I can I can tether from my phone, uh, whatever in Europe, and 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 when I am going outside Europe, Europe, I what I do is to uh, buy prepaid SIM cards. Uh, to be able to have always a data plan on my phone and being able to tether if that's the case But I always check and validate whatever I am staying uh, usually I stay in, in hotels or apartments that uh, the, the Connection will be good that they have a good rating in, in connection because that is that is definitely fundamental Apart from that is to have really good tools that allow you to communicate with your clients or your teams Slack, uh, or, or, or or hangouts uh, frequent hangouts for fluid communications, a, a good project management system, and 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 the, the, this is the thing, the the tool is, that is the base that will allow you to 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 work. But when I when I when I talk about that project management system, it's your own protocols, your own processes, your own criteria that you know that you need to document in certain ways, you need to exchange, you need to validate in certain ways, and the the, the validation mechanism that you you have with your team and and your clients. Uh, when work remotely, that is that is definitely fundamental. And of course, flexibility in order to, to be able like, to be willing and able to, to, to make it happen, even if it is a little bit late for you at night or very early in the morning. Uh flexibility is required, especially when you handle many clients as I do, that can be spread all over the world.
0: All right, great. Um so one interesting question, another one from our audience. Um, yes. David Iwanow of Dan and Early Life Nutrition. I was curious, uh what's what's sort of your best time management tip you've found that works and maybe one that hasn't worked for you that you've tried in the past that, you know, maybe just wasn't as, you know, effective as others. Is there anything that pops to mind for, for that?
1: Yeah, so so for example I I I, I used to follow the Pomodoro. Uh the, the Pomodoro technique. So for example, I, I, I really need to concentrate sometimes and I will concentrate and avoid any type of, of, of uh, social networks, mm-hmm. uh, social media, anything like that. And uh, I will then, after a certain amount of time, uh, I will stop doing that and, and have a little bit of a, of a break, five-minute break, 15 minutes break after a couple of hours of, of, of full uh, focus on on work yeah mm-hmm. uh, so like that I, I you know I will have a good balance and and also of course like I, 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 I that is what, why what I am also a little bit uh, active in, in in Twitter especially mm-hmm. right because right. Uh, to keep updated to 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 to, to lay back a little bit, to free my mind a little bit, and then come back to work for another couple of hours and, and completely concentrate and, and, and make things happen. Another thing that I have seen that uh, works for me pretty well is uh, I try as much as possible. Sometimes it's challenging because, yeah, I have a few clients and, and it's challenging, but I try as much as possible to uh, have calls, follow-up calls with clients, like whether very early in the morning, or very late in the afternoon, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like this, I, I will have like the middle of the day, the whole middle of the day to, to work. And, and, and instead of having like, for example, a call at noon mm-hmm. or, or the beginning of the afternoon, because that will completely break my day yeah. and, and, and take my focus off. Or if I am, for example, traveling or, or, or flying somewhere or landing in a new place, that will add so much extra stress. Right? Of, sure. yep. of, of me thinking, oh, I need to be there at this time be, to be able to have a really reliable connection to be able to to speak with this person or something like that. So to avoid that, I try whether to have like very early in the morning, very late in the afternoon. Also, sometimes if that is not possible, then to, to put all calls uh, in a single afternoon or in a single morning. A couple of days per week, so I know that I have much more flexibility or freedom uh, in the the other days if I need to travel or go around somewhere. So I try to just yes, like b- maybe like aggregate uh, in in different ways to to avoid that the the this calls uh, will split my day, my working day, or if I have something else. Indeed. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. Uh, good good advice there. Um... So we talked. You talked a little bit about uh, working remotely. Um, Christy Olsen also had one other question, which I thought was a great one. Uh, what are some of the biggest challenges or obstacles that you have faced while working remotely?
1: Yeah, I think that the the first challenge, maybe, and it's because of how I am, right? Is to disconnect. Uh, I am I am a sort of a workaholic, right? Mm-hmm. And I will tend to to uh, to do much like. Uh, Try to 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 do as much as possible always, and and have a hard time to disconnect. I actually have like a home office, a proper setting where I am supposed to work only there when I am at home. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, I, I uh, or three years ago, I was writing a book, right, uh, and and. In Spanish, unfortunately, so I cannot say go and read this book. It's not so promotional in this particular case. <laughs> but yes, I was reading this book, and, and and I started to break the rule just to be able to send the book in time to my editor. Mm. Uh, so so I was like after after of course I I, I needed to work during 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 the day and after going to um, having dinner, I I went to to my living room with my laptop and I was at the sofa. Watching TV or whatever with with my husband, right? But I had, I, I started to take my laptop with me to to be able to write a bit every night mm-hmm. uh, and advance a few pages every night, and so I, I started to break the rule. And that was the worst for me because since then, even when I finished with the book, published the book, etc., that was nice, and I say to myself, "So this is great. I will stop working." At night, whatever but that didn't happen. I, I I keep I kept I kept bringing the laptop with me to to do a few follow ups, reply a few emails. Of my of, of clients are in in, in Pacific Coast sometimes, sending me late emails. So this is my main challenge in my case to disconnect because it's much <coughs> more difficult when when you work remotely and have a yeah not so like a specific. Timelines and and, and, and schedules uh, like other people for right.
0: Yep. All right. So I also uh, we also talked about that. Obviously, you speak at a lot of conferences every year. Uh, I was just curious, off the top of your head, do you know how many you've done this year so far, or how, or how many you you think <laughs> you'll have done by the end of the year?
1: Oh my god. Uh, no, I should count them. I. I That's the thing. When when I talk about prioritize, if I oh I see people keeping track of yeah how many how many speaking engagement I should, I and it's probably easy for me because I have them, most, all of them mm-hmm. uh, on my website, so copy, paste, excel, and see how many rows. <laughs> but, yeah, realistically, realistically that will, yeah, take me two minutes, but, yeah, I, I don't for some reason. I should, I should.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. And then, so let's say. So this was kind of a fun question. So Viola Eva of Flow SEO and another S- uh, search engine journal contributor. Um, she had a question. On, I hope it won't get you into any trouble with any conference organizers, but she wanted to know, do mm-hmm. you have a favorite conference that uh, either you attend or speak at?
1: Well, you know, this is, this is the thing, right? Of course I, I, I have be, been going to uh, a few conferences and uh, and a few of them have had this Sort of special feeling with me that doesn't mean that it's because they are necessarily the best from a content perspective right sure. but sometimes it's because the the networking is amazing or or i have seen uh, again a, an old friend from from the community and i have had the chance to hang out uh, at some of the learning a lot of the learning and changing also it's not done in the on stage of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, there uh, certain conferences that are a little bit more special and close to my heart, also because of the setting, right? So there is this conference uh, happening every year in uh, Spain called uh, SEO on the beach. Uh, and literally happens up on the beach, on a beach in the south of Spain, in La Manga, uh, in Murcia. Yes, yeah, so it's a, it's a small conference. Uh, yeah. and, and in the last year, SICO, the organizer, had... Uh, it's, it's trying to invite more international speakers etc and and literally everybody goes in shorts and, and 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 it's literally on the beach it's not like it is at a hotel that is near the beach or in front of the beach no it is at the beach in you know, a terrace <laughs> so it's very very laid back and uh, people is is like yeah watching other people. Uh, speak when they are, uh, yeah, taking the sun, and 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 there are a lot of games between people. So it's a it's a it's a little bit of like a, a conference slash networking event. Uh, you know most of the other people. Indeed, it's people from mainly from the community in Spain, uh, and for me also it's also match more easy to speak at because it is in spanish (laughs) so i don't even need to think when i speak (laughs) which is (laughs) still today still today it is a thing for me indeed Mm -hmm. uh speaking my own language Uh, so yeah maybe that conference for me is something very very special uh because of all of best different reasons right also the content is pretty pretty good i have to say Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Excellent. Um. So I guess I guess we may have already covered this a little bit, but um, one of my questions was, what is what is sort of your biggest motivation for doing so many conferences? You know, because you've obviously mentioned this in networking. Um, have you found mm-hmm. that it's also good? You know, from a career um standpoint, like you know, it helps you become more known within the community. Um, or you know, just help you get clients? Um. Is there, is, is there that aspe- aspect of the speaking as well, or um, is there something yes, else? of course. Yep.
1: Of course, there's a mix of, of goals, uh, uh, but I have to say, I recon, like, I could pro- properly, uh, probably do the same with the same type of visibility, more or less, and, and like, maybe go to three per year and i will still get i don't know visibility and 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 referrals and yeah that i have to say that from from a client perspective it's not that you go to speak and I, i i don't know maybe it's me but it's maybe it's the way or how i speak too i i it's i i don't go to speak and then i i get after the right after the conference 10 new clients requesting me mm-hmm. <laughs> to do to, to work for them doesn't work that way right. right it's very very grand it's like very organic right it's like when you write up a, a blog post uh, yeah you, you you show that you you know uh, about something uh, then someone refers you someone sees you or someone reads you right and and find that you may help and there might be a good fit to help that person, so it's very, very granular like that. So yeah, realistically, of course, there's a mix of that. I, I uh, helps, especially being my, a consultant. I, I am interested to keep my 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 name <laughs> uh, 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 out there uh, mm-hmm. because this is how I get clients in a very organic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the other hand, of course, as as is mainly, I would say, it's also to 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 interact, to network, to. To, to talk with people because this is my ways my way to socialize a lot because I work remotely. So it's it's there's there's a lot of, of that also on, on the mix.
0: Okay, here is the real the most important question of the interview. And it, come, and it comes from Jason Hennessy, uh, who's also a surgeon and a general contributor. He wants to know how many airline miles do you have?
1: <laughs> yeah, i not actually not that many because i actually have redeemed a lot uh, to, for upgrades right I, I i am one word i use one word just to consolidate uh, as as much as possible in in, 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 in with, with a single airline and and group and then uh, uh, of course i choose uh, uh, one word because i am based in spain and, and iberia as part of uh, of that network right now i have uh, 150k or so. So not that many, yeah. honestly, because I, I yeah I have just a few. What I what I do is to use them for upgrades, uh, gotcha. especially for long for long haul flights. It really makes a difference to 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 be able to travel uh, on business. But then of course business is very expensive. So what I do is to yeah I usually buy economy and and do the upgrades on miles and this type of tricks. Sure. <laughs> that, uh, that 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 is also part of. Uh, you know, a little bit of when you are a digital moment. I am not a digital moment, when you are a digital woman, uh, you try you try to, to optimize as, as much as possible, right? Absolutely. Okay.
0: All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, in the intro, I mentioned that you were the European search personality year for 2018. Uh, now that your reign is officially over, um, I'd love to sort of know what winning winning that meant to you, uh, either personally or professionally.
1: Yes, that was super exciting because I have been for a while uh, a judge in, in in the the European Search Personality mm-hmm. um, Awards uh, for a while. But uh, I I actually took a hiatus for a year and a half, a couple of years because I had so much going on. And this is the thing: it's funny for me that a lot of people ask me like, how do you manage to do it all? And I. Honestly, I am constantly feeling that I don't <laughs> because I, I need to prioritize a lot. And actually, you—you you, well, I I, I I feel bad even because I haven't written for a while for search engine journal, which I should. Mm. But again, indeed, it's like I, I, I try as much as possible. Then sometimes you need to prioritize. In my case, I prioritize, of course, fine work. Uh, uh, so in, in for that particular time, uh, I stopped judging. Uh, in the awards because I had so much in my plate and and uh, so at, 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 then it came as a surprise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh my god, like I thought like if I am not if I am not um, judging, probably I should even participate as a, as a as, 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 and, and submit a few of the projects that I that I am working with, cool project, etc. But of course I have the problem usually with NDAs with clients on one hand, and then on the yeah. other hand. When I realized, like, oh my God, I need to document this so well. If I do it, I don't, I don't want to do it in a bad way. Of course, mm-hmm. given also my experience as a judge, I know how how it can be, right? Like, so I want to do it in a very good way. At the end, I never submitted anything because, because of all this, of course, prioritization. But then, at, at, so it came really as a surprise for me um, when. Um, when I was awarded, when I was given the the prize, I didn't expect it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 well, I am humble. I am humble. I was humble when I received the award to have been awarded. Um, it, it for me, I never really, I never expected when I started working in SEO that I will be keep working in SEO for so much time and and doing something that where I have found uh, to be. So, so like really, 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 really uh, nice balance for me. That really enjoyed to do a mm-hmm. lot, as much as as I do. And uh, and yeah, I, I am, I am, I am very, very thankful for for just to be able to work in something that I love, that I really like, that I feel comfortable at, and and where I have been able to meet so many friends, so many people that I have, uh, you know, a friendship relationship with. Uh, more than typical professional one uh, on one hand. And so, even being able to receive a, a prize for me was oh my God, I didn't expect that at all. It's, it was wonderful.
0: Awesome. Now, aside from actually winning uh, that, um, is there anything else that sort of you, you still remember from that night, or you know something maybe happened after that in the year that followed? You know, maybe did somebody say something to you, or was there just other like some sort of fun memory you have as being the search personality of the year?
1: Well, yeah, you know, it is it is it is funny because um, the way that they. When they when they give the award, that they start describing who's going to receive the award without saying the name. So it was Judith Lewis who was on stage uh, mm-hmm. describing me, right? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't, I hadn't realized that it was going to be be me. I have to say honestly that I, I thought it has, it's at the end of the night. So I was actually already waiting for the whole thing to to finish, drinking, having having my wine <laughs> uh, already, and I was already. Ready to go to the party, and uh, and at that point, I it just connected when Judith says something. Oh, this is a person who gets impersonated over Twitter, a, a <laughs> bit, and I'm like, oh my god, that might be me. <laughs> when she mentioned that, it's funny, it's sad, too. but yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. But it was at that at that moment when it clicked that this was already in the last like last minute of the description probably right like sure. just at the end of, of it all but when she mentions like oh my god maybe it is me something like that so it, it was it was very funny indeed
0: that's pretty funny um would you consider that award sort of a career highlight for you at this point of your career or is there maybe or is there something else that you would consider a professional highlight moment
1: yeah I think that that uh, it it certainly is. I think it, it is it certainly is. Um, I, I would say that that's probably one of the mo- most prominent highlights for sure. Then for me, it feels a little bit of a highlight uh, just to be able to 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 do my own thing, you know, to be my own boss, to work. At, I am thankful, a in a in a situation where I can work with amazing clients, uh, so it feels like I am I am super grateful and thankful from where I am uh, right now. But so it's uh, an everyday highlight to be able to to work as I do for me uh, lately, thankfully. But but yes, of course, that that was definitely like like a uh, milestone for sure.
0: Alright, great. Now let's go back a little further, or a lot further. Uh to how, how your journey in SEO began? I was curious what led you to getting into SEO and uh sort of how did you learn in the early days?
1: Yes, so I was a, for a while, so I was I was a web designer, a uh, front end web developer. Um and uh and uh, I, I started and I wanted to grow much more and, and do a little bit of e-commerce, uh, learn about online marketing. Uh, I had been doing for a bit, uh, also a little bit of, of, of at some point, at that point, even uh, PPC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know about SEO, but I ended up learning about SEO after I took uh, a, a curse. I, I, It was an e-commerce master. Are ma- the, 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 these are much more frequent now, but at that point, imagine 2007, 2006, it was not at all. Oh, uh, yeah. And I went to learn, because I supposedly was going to learn much more about online marketing and e-commerce, I ended up realizing that uh, they didn't talk me much of it, but it was much more from a development perspective. Uh, e-commerce development perspe- perspective at that point, uh, but uh, I started reviewing um, who was hiring uh, in, in in the in the city where I was living in Spain at that point, Salamanca, right? And coincidentally, there was a, an online marketing agency that was called Internet Advantage uh, that was hiring uh, for new people, and uh, the people that they wanted to hire uh, didn't necessarily require SEO. Uh, experience but much more of a web design uh, web management perspective uh, in order to 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 optimize uh, the 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 wrong website so I, I entered to the agency then I I discovered I went through a training with them internal training mm-hmm. uh, that they were open and I'm so thankful for that uh, because that accelerated my SEO uh learning for sure. And and I started doing SEO also for the websites that I was managing. At some point, the SEO, one of the SEOs of of the team uh, that was doing consulting for external clients left. And I was was, uh, proposed that that place uh, to take that position because I had been doing a little bit of yeah optimization for 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 the websites uh, already for for a bit and and then I ended up learning much more of course. But it was, it, was, it was like this. And, and coincidentally, this is the thing. Even if, if that agency was located in a small city in, in Spain, even a town, I would say, it's, it's a student's town where a lot of people go to learn Spanish. And this is the thing. That agency was very specialized in, in, in doing SEO, and also PPC, but I was working with the SEO part, and doing SEO uh, to international companies in the education and travel. And travel sector Mm -hmm. and uh, and met met, met, uh, these companies were were mostly uh non-spanish international companies uh and that usually offer travel language learning like go to study in spain to learn spanish uh go to study to uh uh ireland to learn english things like that right Mm -hmm. Uh, so i ended up doing a lot of started doing international seo because of that okay. right this multilingual international type of setting, handling international clients uh, at that point my english was uh less developed than the one that i have right now i have to say for me it was a whole like a whole challenge even to do my first recommendations in english i remember it very well mm-hmm. uh, uh, so it, it was nice it was a really really nice uh learning experience for me i'm still until today super uh thankful uh, to my boss at the time, René Dijon, and I, I am still in touch with him, and he's super nice, and uh, and I'm like, yeah, forever thank, thankful for that experience, for sure. That that allows me to enter into the SEO world and to learn about SEO, and, and even, I have to say, to start specializing myself in that international SEO area.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it sounds like uh, you sort of became... Uh, like your journey to becoming known as an international SEO expert just sort of happened organically um, as sort of a natural progression of your career. Um, now, having said that, um, do you think it's, it's sort of um, it's a good thing for people to be known as a niche expert or do you ever feel like you're sort of pigeonholed or, you know, or does it sort of bring you like a better um, more targeted sort of client to you?
1: Yeah. Well, what happened? the, the, the... There are two sides of it, as, as you mentioned. On one hand, it's cool because when people think about international SEO, they have always a few people in mind who they know that have a high deal of experience uh, regarding that. Right? Mm-hmm. So right. when they think about, I don't know, Bill Hunt, I will say he's really the father of this, or Mike Ballfields, who have sure. been doing this for a longer, much longer while than, than me. But then they also think about Gianluca, who also does international SEO, or myself, yeah. who do international SEO, mm-hmm. or for Spanish-speaking SEO, they also think about SEB, right? So it's like a few people, a few names, who they know that we are in this area, so they come to us uh, directly when they have this type of, of, of project challenges. Uh, needs right mm-hmm. and and that is great because yeah of course it's less less of an effort uh to to, to close a deal to, to close a project is much more 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 chances to have a really good fit in 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 with those type of clients but then of course as you mentioned that closes and 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 puts tax yourself uh in certain area where you can also do so many other things i have to say that even if a few clients come to me initially for international SEO, I end up doing all sort of things <laughs> yep. for for them from a technical and strategical seo standpoint that yep. goes beyond implementing as your plan like a proper full type of seo strategy and ongoing seo process but of course like maybe the initial need the specific need uh what, how they got in touch with you with was international seo in the same way like when when mobile started to become much more um uh, popular and prominent because I was working with a lot of international markets where mobile was uh much more of a bigger type of of, of deal at that point. I started doing much more mobile SEO and then I got got a, a lot of clients and because I started to write much more about it, share about it. and uh, the same way about uh, migrations, right? I and somehow I started working with a, a, a many more migration uh, type of a redesign type of clients. So I started sharing more about it. Mm-hmm. Then that that also made that I got a lot of requests for those type of projects. So yes, it's, it's, I guess it's, it's it's nice because it 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 uh, minimizes the friction and 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 maximizes also the the fit with the type of clients that will come to you much more organically. But then on the other hand, you need to be also uh, aware that if you focus only, completely focus in a single, single area, you might be, yeah, maybe just uh, like not allowing yourself to, to, to be able to work in uh, across many more scenarios uh, where you will be also relevant and, and be able to provide uh, yeah, a good job too, and mm-hmm. with all the type of clients or projects, too. So, yeah, you need to balance it out otherwise, because, yeah, all, otherwise, you, you have the risk to be boxed, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's see. So, we talked a little bit about your career. So, how did you end up actually moving or deciding to move from, uh, you know, working in agencies uh, and deciding, you know, maybe it's time to start my own company and become a, uh, you know, solo consultant? What was sort of the, the process there for you?
1: Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned because i actually started working at this agency that i mentioned right mm-hmm. and i worked there for a while for four years or so and uh, and and then i i i went in-house in a very natural way because i really wanted at that time i was already craving oh i wish i was able to focus only in a single project right uh, i will be able to do much more and to go much more in depth and to do all these sort of things that and now I am like managing a team and 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 uh, with forty clients, so there's no way for me to go that in depth, right? So I went in house at that point. And then, funnily enough, when I started doing the 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 the, the, the in house role, they told me, "Look, this is great. This is an opportunity because we are going through a redesign process, and uh, so this is your chance to do it all uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from an SEO perspective, right?" So then I realized that. There um, were there were lots of restrictions uh, from all the sites, uh, and it was very very hard. I I got the type of reactions, and 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 I am not kidding you. I am not kidding you. Like I I I got told at, the, at some point even something something like the HTML is mine, right? Like you cannot change to this type of sounds. Yes, we oh did. did you go? Th- Thankfully that happened. Uh, 10 years ago or, or not right now. Oh, right now, I, I don't know how you have react, to <laughs> be honest. Right. Uh, but anyway, so I got all of this type of experiences, whether agency and then in-house. Then I went to work at another company in-house. At that time, I was a little bit more wiser, and then I requested right from the start when I was signing the contract, uh, yeah, I, 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 I want to start working with you, but you need to give me uh, two people to support. Uh, to give SEO support from a technical perspective, I got the two people. This is the place where I have been able to do much more until up to a point where we actually started to collide with the business model of of of, of the company, right? And at that point, because of the a lack a little bit of a lack of, of agility and flexibility regarding the how the business worked, uh, we started to get yeah to 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 not get approvals to get things done because that will was perceived as a collision with the business model at that point, unfortunately. So after going through many jobs and experiences like this, I realized, oh my gosh, uh, I wish I was able to select my clients, but, but I have a little bit of diversity with clients, but also at the same time to be able to work much more closely with the projects, much more in depth, et cetera. Um and uh until my, my last job when I realized you know what it's like this is now or never I'm going to give it a go to be a, a freelance and, and see how it goes. Thankfully, because I, I had been already sharing a bit, blogging a bit and 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 doing conferences. Mm-hmm. I, I I I share about doing my own thing and I started uh and I started um Getting requests of, 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 of projects like right away, uh, I was very very um, lucky from on, on, on from that side, right? And this is how I started to grow my 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 client base, right? Many of my clients are also are ongoing clients, not one-off projects. I try to not do one-off projects as much as possible, but so yes, I have clients that have been with me for. With years, right after years, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, but yes, it was a very natural progression. I think after working at agencies in house and uh, different type of roles, and then realizes, you know what? Like I really, 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 really wish <laughs> if I was able to select my 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 own clients and being able to work in very few projects with certain characteristics and. And then I I I thankfully I have to say that I of course not everything is ideal right now. I still have challenges with with project as any of us, I think. It's very, very difficult to have an ideal scenario, even if you try to validate and verify the fit very well at the start, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I cannot I cannot complain.
0: Yep. What was sort of your biggest struggle um sort of as you went and you know solo um was there anything that was sort of like a shock to your system or anything you weren't expecting in the early days or any sort of you know was it hard to get clients in the early days was it um you know working crazy hours or was there anything in particular that sticks out as like oh my god <laughs> you know
1: yes especially when at the beginning not not necessarily to to get the clients, but yes, of course, to organize myself to be mm. able to meet the, the the deadline. I am always very optimistic, right? <laughs> and sure. uh, and uh, and I was like, oh, no problem. Of course, I can, I I can, uh, I I can do it, and and I can deliver this in in two weeks or three weeks. So at that point, I was a little bit more naive too, uh, and 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 just to try to. Keep my clients happy. I say yes, yes to many things. Uh, so until I realize, oh my god, I need to start putting boundaries and 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 again prioritizing and saying no more often, or, or, or requesting a little bit more, or saying no, but if otherwise I will end, end up <laughs> dying, right? So yeah. so yes. Yep. So that, it was a, it was a, a initially it was like a constant learning of things that I. Um, yeah, I, sh- I should avoid next time with the next client, or I should add this to the contract. This type of conditions. Uh, sh- yeah, this this type. Or I should request the type this type of access, or I should definitely uh, try to to maximize ongoing type of clients because of, of, of the 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 bigger um, curve that there is with. With new clients at the start, right, learning a new a new industry sometimes or a new setting, new, new new competitors. So based on that, you start refining and optimizing the mm-hmm. the, the setting that works better for you. For uh, a solo consultant or a small consultancy, for me, keeping usually uh, trying or trying to grow with the type of complexity of projects. And, and, and size of projects instead of number of them, is what has worked well with me and for me. Um, and, um, and, and yes, and the way that that, that I work with them too, um, highly refining it and, and personalize it based on the type of client and what I see that they actually need and the type of conversations and validations that they have and the type of, of, of how they work internally too. So it, it's it, it's it's a continuous learning experience, I have to say. But but yes, especially at the beginning, it was it was uh, there was a lot of that.
0: Gotcha. Okay, let's uh, jump to another uh, audience question. Uh, Kevin Webster, Hair Club, wants to know uh, want to ask about setting expectations for clients or internal stakeholders. Uh, mm-hmm. He asked, how do you address that these days? How fast can a good SEO make a palpable impact these days?
1: Yes, that, that is actually a really, really good question, and I, I was actually talking about that with um, potential clients uh, last week. And this is what I try to do, right? Like, especially at the beginning, um, before signing any any contract, because before starting any analysis, any audit, um, I, I, I try to split it in two phases, right? First, the initial phase that that I am going to analyze. Um, the overall situation of, of the website. If a client comes to me saying, Aleda, look, I have a, a, a an indexing problem, or I have a crawling issue, or I have, I, have, I, I am not ranking well in these markets because I have an issue of line implementation issue. And they are even so sure sometimes, they think they are sure of what is already happening. I always try to do my own audit, my own analysis, mm-hmm. taking into consideration as much context, into as possible, the the industry context, the competition context, the, the business, of course, context. Where is a conversion from there? Where is the nature of the website? Uh, how it is all connected? What is an actual win for them? Um, and, and which are the, uh, the, the 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 what is the role of every area or every type page in the in the conversion or customer journey and and conversion funnel, right? And, and how they are ranking right now. Uh, versus the competitors and and what is the potential of if this queries if there's any gap uh, between the, the the queries for which they are ranked versus the competitors so a full audit uh, if, even if it is supposed only to be uh, or they are sure they think they are sure that that they they are not growing because of certain or particular uh, uh, gaps or, or 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 weaknesses right because i ninety nine percent of the occasions, i will end up finding that that might be one of the reasons, or there might be certainly issues uh, that they of that are not correctly configured, but these are not the actual main uh, causes for, for the lack of growth or the stagnation of, of the drop necessarily. right? Uh, so this is the first stage always for me, doing a proper in-depth analysis. After I finish the analysis, um, I shared the outcome with the clients with specific and very actionable, actionable recommendations, actions that are prioritized for which each like each area within the scope of the change is very specific, like very specific, and uh, and then I shared the outcomes like, is this feasible for you? It is like uh, I have set the ideal expectation of how 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 how, how feasible it is. Um, but then, of course, the the based on what the client has mentioned at the start on, on their own capacity, about their own capacity, but then the client needs to come and validate and say, "Look, Aleda, you know what? Uh, this seven actions here uh, within these areas, with this priority, this is this is, this is uh, possible to implement right now because we have the resources. Uh, this is not because we are going to do anyway a redesign or I mean, migration or or a change or consolidation or whatever in six months. This is it. This is not after I have validated uh, the the feasibility of the recommendations with the clients that we agree on um, on on a on a on a roadmap or or on an action plan. And, and then it is at that point when it makes sense, and, 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 and I set the, the, the right expectation, okay, if we do this based on this that we have established here, then we can expect to see this in the in the mid, in the long term, this type of evolution, that of course, because it is SEO, I cannot uh, sign with my blow that it will happen like this, because it doesn't only depends on us, it depends also on how the, the competition moves, it depends also the, the updates that Google does if they start showing other type of snippets or whatever in the SERPs if they, so that will end up impacting the 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 user or any updates too so there might be other things so of course you cannot 100% <laughs> assure anything but then it can give you much more input and and confidence to be able to to set the right expectations at the right time also with uh, much more Align agreement of what will be required and the the stakeholders that will need to be involved the resources that will need to be involved and Of course saying if we don't implement as expected here in this roadmap, then We cannot expect to achieve this of course and 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 this is why it's important to be that SEO is an ongoing process This is when the second stage comes right like this ongoing process where you will be monitoring validating at a continuous basis when something doesn't go on, that doesn't go as expected whether the implementation or the results that you start seeing based on the implementation it is about again validating again seeing why it's not working what it is working instead and refining the process so the process also needs to be flexible enough mm. in order to, to, to optimize itself to be able to be continuously optimized to focus on on what works and and eliminates and eliminate and minimizes what it doesn't. So it's the, the um, there's this iterative, incremental type of of, of 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 principle that it works pretty well. And and I think that the 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 agile mentality of the SU process uh, processes uh, is, is critical in order to to be able to keep up with all of the ongoing changes that will be happening and 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 that you it's impossible sometimes to foresee of course right so this is critical this is how i Mm -hmm. i try as much as possible to keep aligning with the expectation with the clients to be very clear at the start i am also and this is the well this one of the positive of being on a small consultancy right i prefer to say no to a client that there's there's not going to be a good fit if i see that we are not aligned right from the start right mm-hmm. yep. uh, there, are, there, are, there are obvious signals about that at the start uh, maybe they will be better fit with a huge agency big agency that can everything they can provide everything even the development itself is so if they require a little bit of everything it, maybe it's not me so you know which are the strengths you know what you can deliver uh, what you can actually deliver and you see the 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 flexibility and the openness and the willingness of the client and how how mature is the product of the client uh, in order to, to do SEO. If they require also training or, 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 or this uh, internal evangelization and validation, you can do it also with the team. So you need to have, on one hand, flexibility to do this ongoing process uh, that requires a good deal of validation and, and, and um, very hand-to-hand type of consultancy on one hand, I think. And then, on the other hand, uh, the, the other side is very is very important that they are aware of this that you are going to work with like this with them that it's not that you are going to run a few tools come up with certain actions and deliver it and that's it right and 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 what you send is signed in stone and you cannot change it afterwards mm-hmm. uh, if, no, and if something goes wrong after that it's your fault and everything is doomed no doesn't work that well right, right. Uh, so it, it is important to set these expectations right from the start right in the first conversation and I think that after a while especially of talking with with clients you will get a good feeling of when the, there is like uh, nothingness regarding this and, and willingness to work like this from from the other side and sometimes when, when the reason and it's far better right from the start to, to tell the client to that there might be not a good fit, or maybe they should go and do paid search instead, or go to another type of, 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 of agency, consultant, provider, whatever, right?
0: Absolutely. Great, great uh, advice in there. Uh, I have another, uh, another really great question from uh, Winston Burton of Acronym, uh, another search engine journal contributor. He had a question about the future of international SEOs that uh, applies to translation and optimization. Mm-hmm. You want to know, do you think it will be done by machines or will we still have to rely on third parties, which can be very expensive if, uh, you know, an agency doesn't have the languages covered in-house?
1: Yes, yes. I I, I I heard about trying to localize it all. And if you have, I don't know, maybe hundreds of versions of, uh, and, and and you are everywhere in each one of these markets. So my, my question here for... When I when I work with clients is that you can do, do up to certain point in a in a in a semi automated way. Of course, you want to define patterns. Um, you want to be able to automate what it is actually reasonable and 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 the base of your content. But you definitely definitely at this point at least you really need still to have human validation to make sure that whatever has been um, content has been developed and, and created. It's, it's not only correct from a grammatical perspective, style perspective, language perspective for that market, but it's actually also optimizing the way that people talk and it's using the right terms for that particular market. Uh, and that happens uh, at a country basis, not even language basis, right? So you need a native person for, for those countries. A lot of people, and this is the thing, a lot of clients, even if they are huge friends, they say, oh my God, but I don't have the resources to hire uh, native people from all of these countries, even if, if it is a per project thing. And if I go to an agency, translation agency, they will charge so much, right? This is the thing, again, it's about prioritizing. Uh, do you really need to have all of these pages? Are you really offering all of these products? Or all are these products all as important for this market does it make really sense for you to try to translate those look local, or localize all these hundreds of thousands of pages I'm pretty sure that you don't right probably you can follow the Pareto principle and the, there will be like this 20% of pages are bringing you 80% of the value. so why you don't start with those Right. So this is where again the understanding of the market and having uh, the native validation is very important also from a marketing and SEO perspective to be able to prioritize uh, those markets that actually uh, those areas, those queries, those particular categories within that market, sorry, where it actually makes sense for you to focus on and, and, and to put the effort to Really, the, 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 the develop and, 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 and optimize as much content. Uh, take into consideration also the competition that you have within the, that market. Where do you see that your competitors are ranking you because they are really showing much more content, better, exp- and give a much a better content experience to? to those uh, particular audiences than you are so let's let's prioritize those those pages let's prior, prioritize those content after this is prioritized and and when you start seeing the value that bringing the users making better conversions you can go and expand of course and and at that point the roi will be likely more positive right and you will see that that it really compensates to do all that effort but don't try of course and, and it is It is. It is uh, sometimes impossible if you are as many, most of companies, where resources are, are not unlimited. Uh, you need to prioritize and you need to start with the most important markets or the most important products or pages uh, or categories, uh, locations within those markets, in order to make it ROI positive. Unfortunately, it's little by little, right? Uh, uh, you can, again, auto, semi-automate or automate this uh, up to a point, but definitely you still need the, the human validation in the in the future. Well uh, I, I Wish I hopefully I, I will be able to see that sometime that that will really facilitate stuff But uh, I I have my 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 concerns that it will completely automate that uh, the, the whole thing without error, right?
0: Yeah, Okay, let's do one more reader question. Uh, Tyler Hermanson of InTouch Solutions, uh, what's uh, your opinion on this? What low-impact SEO tactics do you feel the community spends too much time stressing about, and conversely, what are some under-the-radar high-impact tactics that maybe they could be uh, looking at instead?
1: Yeah, well, that's I think that it is a little bit of a... Of, of, um... I don't know trends going on, right? For example, everybody's talking right now of TFIDF, like mm. right? and it, it Google uses it or not. There's so many conversations regarding T- TFIDF or or it also, right? Uh, regarding content, so realistically, when I when I I, I optimize uh, my my client's content, instead of of obsessing or focusing on on specific specific metric or score uh or value i i I, you know i at the end of the day we need to remind ourselves that what google tries to do is to replicate the human experience uh with those with those pages with that content right Mm -hmm. so 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 for me it should be a much more common sense type of process right Of, of writing content that really makes sense from a from a user perspective that really uh, works as if it was a salesperson for that product or for for that set of product or that that specific business that highlights the best features, the benefit, the advantages that that they can provide for for that specific customer, how they can they can use uh the 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 tool and be really like a yeah an advisor for 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 that content and if, and if my landing page if my page have And complies and and fulfills that role of being a good store and and point of sale for my product, for my service, and and achieve the goal of informing or or converting me. Uh, And of course it it uses the right terms, it it, it addresses the right query, uh, it is optimized accordingly. For me, like being obsessed about IT, uh, uh, TF-IDF and and if it uses certain scores of using certain methodology, if it uses, ah, at the end of the day, it, it these are like uh, ways to achieve the final goal that is satisfying the user. So I prefer right. to focus on let's satisfy the user and make sure that my content really satisfies the user and let's take a look at what my competitors are doing and I want to better than them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is and and provide the best possible satisfaction. And 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 then bring a couple of customers or potential customers and, and ask them what do you think? Like does this really satisfy you or and, and go through the 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 questionnaire that who share uh, that that they use to evaluate content quality and go through that, right? So uh, for me, th- yeah, there are certain topics or certain ways that maybe we 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 are completely uh, maybe too too focused on when when and and this is a type of situation when we focus on on one little leaf instead of seeing the whole the whole uh, the the, the, the uh, all of the all of the trees in the in in that we have around right so mm-hmm. yeah. This is, this is the feeling that I have with certain topics, unfortunately it happens like this. It's the same when, when, a, when an update happens, right? We try to overanalyze the specific pages that, that uh, go up and down and um, over-focusing sometimes in certain patterns uh, because we are zooming in so much. Right. Uh, and what we need is to zoom out in order to understand the whole context of of those pages, the role that they used to have, the role that they have at the moment, how they combine with their competitors, how they address the query, if it was informational, if it was more transactional. It's like so there are so many other other aspects that influence and and sometimes it's not that again, it's like not that you see that you drop a few rankings after a goal of that and you will change completely your SEO process. Not at all. Maybe you see that is what you had already in in your roadmap but you need to prioritize a little bit more because you see that it's definitely a little bit more critical that you improve the the, the content uh, experience and quality in, in, in certain areas and though you work much more on the authority and and, and 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 the popularity of certain areas too so this this type of things right
0: mm mm-hmm. absolutely so um Obviously, like, looking in from the outside, it always seems like you're doing really awesome. Uh, I was curious, has there ever, though, been a time in your career when you were sort of struggling or maybe just doubting yourself or, like, you know, just things were going wrong? And, you know, if that's the case, how did you deal with it or overcome it? And what did you learn from it? And how has it helped you um, sort of become better at what you do?
1: Oh, my God, all the time. Oh, my God, thank you. It's it's because, you know, this is the thing, right? I try... I try to put things into perspective, and I am not the type that will be complaining on um, in, in open and openly. I think that all of us feel that also because, on the other hand, I also feel um, thankful at the end of the day to be able to work in something that I love so much. A lot of people are are struggling much more, and 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 I thankfully I'm helpful. I I am healthy, and I you know I have a house. This type of thing, right? Like yeah, you you I, I try to to even if I have some challenges and something doesn't go as I expected. I try to remind myself that I am a lucky person despite all of that. But of course that I have struggles and I have challenges. Sometimes uh projects don't go as I expect. Sometimes even if again what I mentioned before, even if you try to validate that there's a good fit, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, things go wrong don't don't go as expected, right? Like the the, there is a management change in the company, or the company gets acquired and all of a sudden they cancel the SEO program, or the new management has a completely different type of mentality or focus towards towards SEO, or they don't simply trust you. And it's about a, having a trust. Type of relationship at the end of the day, right? So they simply don't trust you because you are some someone completely new, and there's no way when you see clearly that there's no way that you will do anything. You can do something to win that trust uh, all of a sudden, right, from scratch. So this type of things happen. Of course, it 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 they impact me, uh, and and it and it pains me, and and I am like, oh, I, I'm having like a bad day or a bad afternoon, and and. And I need more coffee <laughs> to, <laughs> to keep up that afternoon. Sure. Uh, but then, what I well, I try to do is to go for a walk and uh, and uh, and 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 put things into perspective, thinking that you know, it's, it's not definitive. It's is is uh, things uh, can always be changed. Situations can always be changed. Uh, there also there have been also times like for some reason, right? I don't know. Maybe it's like some time of the year where. Uh, many many processes are finishing and it, because it is a the, the the end of the fiscal year and there is a new fiscal year So you need to start from scratch with mm-hmm. quite a few clients So you have a lot of work happening at the same time sometimes mm-hmm. or, or many projects are finishing at the same time So of course you always you always have this doubt of oh my god, we are able to 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 get So many really good projects as the one I, as I was working with in the past so you always have this Continue self doubt. I think I, I do right. It's, I think it's natural. Uh, mm-hmm. I try to yep. I try to keep always positive and and thankfully since I have always had this sort of challenges in the past and I have gone also from being in, in bad scenarios and 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 having to I haven't been able to to even after things that haven't gone in the way that I expected. Thankfully. Things ended up being okay, right? So, mm-hmm. and 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 I always ask myself, like, what is the worst that that can happen, right? And you will clearly see that it's very unlikely that you will end up like I don't know, uh, living uh, in the streets, right. <laughs> even if everything goes wrong. So, you you put things into perspective. I I ask that myself a lot. What is the wrong that 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 can happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that incentivize me also much more, take risks to do some some crazy things that I didn't thought that I was going to be able to do in the past, Right, incentivize myself, uh, putting things into perspective also is very, very important, thinking that five years, where I was five, five years ago, how I wish and I will have never believed that I will be able to be in the current position even if I still have struggles and challenges and, and issues and of course after the issues and struggle happen, there are a few things that for sure, is it will be very difficult to foresee on control and are, are are out of your control. But those things that you do control and uh, and have an option to learn from and to avoid from happening in the, in the future, to learn from those experiences too, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And that is also important. Yeah.
0: Yep, absolutely. Okay, tell me a little bit about Crawling Mondays. Um, We mentioned it in the intro. How did you come up with uh, that? Uh, Why did you come up with it? And what can people learn by checking that out on YouTube?
1: Yes, so this is funny. This is a funny story because uh, actually I started Crawling Mondays at the beginning of this year because I intended this year uh, to To speak less, to go to less conferences. Uh, funnily enough, uh, so <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, uh, let's do two things. I, I, uh, I would go to less conferences, be more at home, and 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 uh, to keep my my visibility going, I will start this online thing, this this video thing, uh, to share also in a very actionable way. I am very like this. I like to the actionability uh, type of of of, 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 of uh, posts. Content in general, and um, and 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 then I will have the chance to do the thing. It was a new world to me to learn much more about YouTube, the ecosystem of YouTube, or YouTube rankings, YouTube optimization, YouTube marketing in general. So it was a good way for me and a good challenge, and new a new a new goal for me to learn about YouTube this year. And uh, so I started it like this every week i took a yeah, it a few weeks Yadus yeah, in the last month um because july for me was so 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 crazy mm-hmm. uh, but i have i am i intend to retake it after summer uh again and uh, and it has been quite nice because he has uh, has already allowed me to to check a few things out to start learning much more about the existing tools uh, the ways that you can optimize videos how uh, to test a few things uh, regarding yeah YouTube rankings and and dig, dig out much more and, and research much more regarding the YouTube work. Uh, so it has been a, a good learning experience also for me. I really love that. And then on the other hand, um, I have been able to uh, keep sharing in a very actual way, sometimes also because I, I am not a native English speaker. For me, it's much more harder sometimes and not only in English, I have to say, even in Spanish. So, so, so because of the way I am, uh, it is harder for me to write things down rather mm-hmm. than to talk sure. or to speak them. Uh, so, for me, it's, it's much easier to uh, do a video, a weekly video, and then uh, generate the transcription of that video, and then I will have a blog post already on my right. on my blog. Right. So, yeah, that, that is another way to. To repurpose the content, reformat the content, and 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 create content in a, in a way that for me might be a little bit more, more more easy, easier to yeah.
0: Excellent. Okay. How do you stay current in all things SEO? Uh, are there any uh, specific resources or people or podcasts that you listen to? Um, and. Anything that you can recommend the people who want to stay uh, stay current and advance So changing journals, so
1: changing journal. So cool. changing journal. <laughs> well, I have to say, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I think that honestly, I have to say that, uh, especially in the last couple of years, year year and a half, uh, I, I have seen much more coverage of what is happening in the industry, and uh, and, uh, and 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 then at the same time, much more. Many more in-depth type of posts mm-hmm. and of, of topics that are important. So I think that you are doing a great work. Okay. Uh, for sure. Yes. And so at, I, 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 am active in Twitter. I think that that is one big channel for me to keep updated of what is going on, of the latest updates, mm-hmm. etc. Um, also, I, I, I keep up with. Uh, the the search roundtable uh, uh blog they they also barry schwartz he does also a great job uh covering what is happening in the in the industry so yeah. that is another source that i have mm-hmm. besides yours and then of course another way that i keep up is is um in in uh at conferences uh, mm-hmm. uh, when, what not only watching other people speak right but when we go to to have uh, to have dinner or, or lunches with other people, when working or having a drink, uh, we we talk about what is working, what is not, what they are seeing, what they are not seeing, a few ideas. Uh, there are also groups uh, that um, there are more groups that I that I see. There's the the woman in tech SEO group and uh, in Facebook uh, that is a is a is a great uh, new group that Arish uh, created. For women in tech SEOs. So I, I, I see that there are a lot of the latest being shared, there are people exchanging ideas. So groups I think are also uh, a really good way and, and I see that that group, for example, is is, is really cool and mm-hmm. there might be a few others too. So this, the different ways that I keep up is, I think, a mix up online and also offline with, with, with events indeed.
0: Gotcha. All right. Uh, let's do one more audience question here. Uh, James Gerd of Digital Juggler wanted to know, what is your core toolkit for doing SEO? Uh, and he said, including technical and marketing aspects it can be free or paid. Uh, and what, and what makes you love those tools?
1: Yes. So uh, I, I- this is the thing. I have many, many tools <laughs> right. that, I, that I use, and sometimes they overlay. And, and I do keep sometimes many tools that do the same just, just to validate data, right? To see mm-hmm. to, to, the, the, the quality of the data, too. But I have, of course, go to tools for specific activities in SEO. So, for example, my go to tools um, for uh, keyword research and competition uh, analysis is SEMrush. Mm-hmm. Uh, or SEM rush. I don't know how How do you pronounce, I know that there's
0: <laughs> There's a giant <laughs> debate about that There's
1: always a debate, there's always a debate but my yep. go-to tool uh, from a keyword and competition re, re, uh, research is Uh then uh, from a tech SEO perspective, for a quick validation uh, a, a quick call, uh, quick check uh, of sorts uh, definitely um, it's a it's, uh, screaming frog But for bigger, much more in-depth crawls, validation, et cetera, I will say deep crawl. Mm -hmm. If you need something like like very specific type of crawl, very segmented, uh, much more integrated, maybe Spotify, right? But yeah, I think that there are certain uh, different tools uh, that supposedly they do the same, but at different levels, right? And uh, and and have their own specific value in the values in different scenarios. But I, if I have to say from a technical perspective, definitely the combo screen for deep crawl is, is 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 my go-to. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a winning combo there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, from a content analysis perspective, I I really like uh, what uh, the, the the content optimization features lately that Samrush has has launched but then i also use the 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 content tool that the cognitive seo suite has Mm -hmm. i I find it like particularly helpful and very very actionable in the way that they display look the for this terms this this players are ranking like this and this the the type of queries that that they are featuring in their content is the 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 size and the volume of the content is how their content is structured. And the legibility and how readable it is. So they, the way that they display it is really good. But yes, I have to say these two tools are are a really good uh, combo for for content analysis. Uh, if you have more in-depth, um, uh, more in-depth need for content analysis, uh, there, there are more uh, optima like more focused tools uh, that that are. Much more focus on content analysis, like for example, uh, there is there is a tool that is completely focused on it that is called SafeCon, that is actually a Spanish uh, Spanish project that that is really really good, but but yes, it's very 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 focused on on, on content for a much more in-depth type of content needs. Then on the other hand, for uh, link analysis, I really like the again they call it the Cognitive SEO suite because they use. The Majestic data, so they have really good data and they integrate it with their own data, they also allow you to import any links from any other data source. Uh, so, for example, you can import your Google Search Console um, uh, data, link data to, 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 to their platform. And I love the way that they display the data and highly facilitate analysis with the way that they segment the data, the link data. So mm-hmm. it really facilitates the link profile analysis and, and competition analysis. Uh, versus other players, and so they they like like links that are in the footer, links that are in the sidebar, links that have this type of anchor text, and and coming from pages that have this level of, of 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 authority. So they they play really good with the different metrics and allows you to segment a lot of the data. So I will say that that is, that is my go-to for uh, link profile analysis. And then if you uh, uh, for for Link spam or natural links uh, type of analysis, Kerbu uh, are highly focused on that, so that mm-hmm. will be my my mm-hmm. go-to for that. And then for run tracking, I use um, SEO Monitor is my go-to okay. tool because they they integrate with uh, Google Search Console, they integrate with analytics. Mm-hmm. They have this projection feature that is actually really really good. Uh, there are a few things, of course, that. Uh, that need to be tweaked out. For example, seasonality, these type of things. But it, it can work pretty well to give you uh, 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 references of what you can expect. And, uh, and and they do a really good job to show you the the, the results and visibility versus your competitors uh, for any given query that you're tracking and the evolution through time and the SERPs for that specific term. So I really, really like the, the way that they integrate and, and show you the data, especially when you do like migrations type of, of analysis. And then uh, speaking of migration <laughs> and mm-hmm. structural changes, I have a, like for that particular case, I think that C-Strix, c mm-hmm. provide best functionalities to track uh, the evolution of your overall ranking visibility for any given path uh, url for subdomain for subdirectories for cstlds or whatever combo uh, that you want to, com- to to compare yourself versus any type of other competitor and 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 see the evolution over time also of mobile versus desktop across any of them and uh, and also they have this really cool functionality where they will specify how the URLs have changed or the rank URLs for any query uh, comparing any any Two different dates, uh, so this is great to do research after uh, redesign or migration or structural change that goes wrong, right? Yep. Uh, and, and really, really facilitates the 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 because of the way that they display the data, really facilitates your analysis. So I love them because of this, like this this data that you can get from other tools, but display in a completely different way. And the way that they display it, oh my god, it it, it really saves a lot of work.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome! Yeah, some great tools in there. So thanks for sharing hopefully, that with you. hopefully. So
1: sorry if maybe there are too too many there are too many of them. But yeah, this I will say that these are my tools.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think there's ever too many tools for our audience. So I'm <laughs> sure, they appreciate all that. Um, good. Uh, let's do a fun question now. If you could go back in time and give your younger self some advice, what would it be? Is there anything sort of maybe you would do different knowing what you know now?
1: yeah i would maybe i would tell myself to to enjoy more and don't stress so don't stress so much mm-hmm. i think that maybe now that i am all i am yeah older that i i, I don't stress that much as in the past but there was a time in uh, in my life when in my early 20s oh my god i was so stressed mm-hmm. uh, it was i i think it's a, a little bit about difference uh, uh, a little bit different than other people where they are much more laid-back. They party a lot. I love that I was but well, I ne- no, I was never like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to say I was being some sort of yeah uh, very like aware of and 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 uh, Worried about yeah uh, Things in general, so I, I think that I will say yeah enjoy more uh, Be more laid-back and and don't stress so much
0: awesome uh, another fun one. If you weren't in search or marketing, what profession would you love to be doing instead?
1: Yeah, I will. I will be. Uh, I will still be a web designer or front-end web developer. This is what I was doing before mm-hmm. uh, entering uh, to the in the SEO world. I was doing HTML, CSS, uh, a tiny bit of, of, of JavaScript at that point, and I, I also did my own designs. Uh, so I did the whole front-end uh, mm-hmm. type of work and. Uh, at some point, it was for me a little bit of an evolution to, to come to SEO, right? Because I was going to be able to keep digging through the, the, the front end code and then at the same time being able to have a little bit of more reach and scoop with my work and advice from a marketing perspective to achieve like bigger goals from uh, from a, the business side of, 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 of things, right? Mm-hmm. Things that I, that I wish that I had a voice or influence at when I was being a front-end web developer, sometimes I implemented things and I was like, oh my God, why is this here? Like I wish, maybe I, I will do an A-B test, for example, to see if this really will make sense here, right? Mm-hmm. So I have more influence now uh, and, and uh, improving the experience that the users have uh, w- with a website, right? And, and the experience that they pro- that, that they, they get from from the search uh, side, at least or the search channel, uh with with that website. So I will I think that if everything goes to hell with search, let's say tomorrow, <laughs> it Googles, it Google shuts down <laughs> or something like that. I'll I'll probably i probably take retake my my front end web development skills and 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 do maybe not as as, as a consultant anymore or provider. Uh, but yeah, maybe my own my own project or do something or 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 a specific surveys or a tool or some sort of project regarding or around that area. But I have to say that I I I I still wish and hope to even if it is not purely SEO, right? To to be connected. Uh, with the user and business experience because i think Mm. this is actually a really great mix that we have right Mm -hmm. We, we touch a little bit of the technical we touch a little bit of of the business side the marketing side the user experience side i i love this this combo that that we have in seo
0: yep excellent all right how about what's the best piece of seo or professional advice that's ever been given to you and who gave it to
1: you the best piece of SEO advice? Huh, that, that is a good question. Actually, nobody had asked me uh, about it. Uh, 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 well, maybe it's, it's not of a specific advice, but maybe the learnings that that I have gotten an uh, opportunity after many issues, after running into many different scenarios that, <laughs> that haven't been necessarily successful, to mm-hmm. always validate, always double check. Yep. Even, if someone, even if someone says that they have done something, always check yourself. Yep. Always validate, always document, that is important. A screenshot of something, is, is as as important as actually finding something, you know? Mm-hmm. You need to document, you need to be able to show. Uh so that is important. Then also another another maybe another good advice that I have gotten is when structuring and formatting uh recommendations, right? It's like to show why it is important.
0: Mm. Why,
1: why is this important for me? Because sometimes you see actually that a, a website is keep is, is still growing, right? Like you see that you you sometimes, of course, there's a negative trend, there's there's a negative Gap even uh, versus of, of, of your traffic, uh, so it's very obvious that you are you are you have an issue there and you need to take action, right? Mm-hmm. Even for decision makers who are not technical at all, so they 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 ask you to do something. But in other locations, maybe the 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 website, despite the issue that it has, uh, because of how. Important it is the, the, the how big it is the brand, the, the amount of direct traffic that it has. Uh, it's not so obvious, however, it is really hurting if you take into consideration the context, if you see the trend of the competitors, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I remember very well at some point when I got feedback uh, a few years ago from recommendations that I was that I was uh, I was giving it was like but what I, I why what I should care about this if we are continue to grow right so I, I when 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 I was told that it was very obvious that I there was something missing that I was not including that is why is this important from a data perspective and show with data that yes you're still growing maybe one percent Per year but take a look at your competitor they are growing 50% per year and 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 this is what they are doing and this is what you're not and showing a very clear visual way that they are doing that what you want the the the, your client to to do right so uh, that is another powerful thing and now that I'm thinking about it like good advice that I really got at that point it's like to, to be able to achieve this or to make your client to do something is to sh- show how their competitors are already doing it. So mm. sadly, this is what moves a lot of decision makers. Like maybe you have been recommending a lot, a, a lot for a long time that they do something that they don't do anything about it. But then when you show it like, oh, take a look at how they, my, your, top competitor are, are already doing it so and profiting from that. This is what will actually move the needle and would, would, that will actually move the person in charge to to make the decision sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. maybe a little bit of a mix of, of it all to, to make things happen, right, in general.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. All right, let's flip that question around a little bit. Um, what's the worst piece of SEO advice that you have heard or that you're still hearing that you wish would just, like, go away and you'd never hear it again? <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, I, I, I hate when people say you know, but uh, something. Uh, what is the right wording for the for this? It's like, oh, uh, but it it only needs content, right? Focus on the content. It's mm-hmm. just, it, 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 some, so it's something like this. Like, yeah, it's it's. But why we don't just focus on the content? It only needs content, right? uh well <laughs> so yeah it only needs content but uh maybe maybe not uh let's take a look at the crawlability, then the indexability, if the speed if the yeah if it is if all of these all the configurations are okay then at that point we can focus on the content and it will only be the content and let's take a look at all the links you take a look at that uh, so many other things so it really bothers me when people on the, there's this myopic type of vision, and, or 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 when they tell me, oh, uh, WPO or as uh, the new SEO, right? Like or mm. or content marketing is the new SEO. The, the, like optimizing for speed is the new SEO, or optimizing for this or for content is the new SEO. It's like no SEO takes all of that into consideration, and right. and it's part of SEO in it. So it's for me, it's very short, short-sighted, very myopic. And I had when they say, oh. But Google only says that focus on content. This type of thing is like, oh my god, yeah. Anyway, I hope that, that this type of mentality goes. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, so, in your opinion, how can newcomers to our industry eventually become successful? Um, you know, are there any uh, tips or, or, or are there any keys that you've seen uh, to achieving sustainable success in in SEO?
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, to, to be curious, to be always learning, uh, because, of course, search always evolved. The way that I started to do SEO uh, when I was learning SEO back in 2007, is different than what I do right now, and I always keep updating and keep refining and keep optimizing uh, the way I work and the the the, the 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 methodologies that I use or or even the way that I display even my work or deliver my work to to clients based on what I see that is needed at that point or what is required and and, and the, the, the the sophistication that exists right now or the technology stack and environment that, that do exist, right? So that is that is critical to be able, even if you are not going to specialize on, on on let's say or speed optimization it's important and it's critical that you do know what place or, or even if you are not a technical SEO it's important that you know how websites are are crawl uh, are render now uh, when 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 you are using uh, JavaScript uh, to 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 render something to render content to render links and the 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 a website user interface or even if you are searching some technical how how when uh, building works how 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 do you outreach people what is where's what is the process that is followed, how do you track them uh, what you should analyze to identify if, if something like if they follow a uh, natural pattern that can flag uh issues right so it's important that we even if we are focused on certain areas or we have preferences which is normal right and we we want to specialize on those that we keep updated and understanding how it all uh fits together and how the puzzle uh it, it it's 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 organized right and works and uh to be able to 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 be updated enough to to give a really good advice and the best possible advice to your clients and and also to validate a lot to run your own websites I think that that is definitely always the the best to start with: to do your own experiments, to run your own websites, to to see how how your own website are crawled or, or indexed, how to rank your own things, to be able to play around. That is super important to 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 keep updated and to learn as much as possible. Uh, and then I will say also to keep updated by by seeing the the latest updates by by keeping up with the industry uh, from time to time with conferences. Even if, of course at the beginning it will be a little bit harder. To, uh, to to go to there are a lot of online uh, things going on a lot of online events even webinars that you can learn so much from there is a wealth uh, of, of of content out there that is of really really good quality uh, in in the past I think it was not necessarily so much so I think that uh, to be able to yeah to to be curious to keep learning to do your own tests uh, and uh, and and then whenever you have the chance also, based on your own experience and learnings, to share to share back with the community because uh, you will feel at, at least to me that gives me a great deal of of, of yeah of of, a, of, a, uh, of satisfaction on one hand, but then on the other hand, this also will help you to 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 be better known, and establish yourself at, as as a notable SEO who has experience within certain areas or within certain type of of, of of, of activities, or and 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 get your name out there too, and and and, and, and start getting uh, the opportunities to speak, share, even even to establish a, a personal brand. If at some point you want to become independent, also that is important. That if at some point you 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 want to stop working for. For others, uh, that is also very important, I will say. If you, you don't, maybe it's not so much, but if you are interested on, on doing your own thing, uh, then it's, it's much more important for sure. Okay.
0: Uh, what are you most excited about in SEO right now?
1: Oh my God, well, in general, I am very, very excited about Progressive Web Apps. Mm. Uh, that is not purely SEO, but I really think that it will change the way that, well, we, we will need to validate a few extra things, of course, uh, but then uh, the way the, the web works and how it integrates with the mobile experience of users and will end up having, of course, an effect with the way users uh, interact with our websites for sure. Mm-hmm. So I am very, very, very uh, excited uh, with the, the the evolution of progressive web apps and how websites are integrating and not and not necessarily need to be. Uh, recode it or redesign, mm. yeah, 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 from scratch, or to move to a completely new platform or or, or tech stack, just to be able to have this functionality, so, or to develop independent uh, mobile presence uh, targeted to each uh, platform, uh, to develop apps and provide certain type of experience. So I think that the impact that progressive web apps have can have in the long run uh, uh, to, to businesses and and the mobile. And and multi-device experience is it was it, it will be huge. It will be huge. I, I I'm very looking forward to that.
0: All right. Uh, let's do a couple uh, a couple more audience questions before we uh, sign off. Uh, let's see, Brody Clark of Brody Clark Consulting and also an SEJ contributor. Has a little theme going. Uh, he wanted to know your thoughts on uh, the future popularity and demand for SEO services. So he said. There are people like you who are in exceptionally high demand and uh, work uh, high demand for work and sites like SCJ, which are growing at a fast rate. Well, that do you think that will continue for the next 5, 10, or fifteen plus years? Uh, if you look into your crystal ball.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> that is that is very very hard. And fifteen years, who knows, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but but more in the in the short mid terms, I I think that yes, search has become more sophisticated. Uh, I see on one hand the bigger companies, the bigger brands already uh, having uh, developed their own in-house team. So I do think that uh, the demand of, of, of consultants that are highly specialized in certain areas will continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Maybe the need to hire agencies that do it all for you maybe won't be necessarily as much because, yeah, the, 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 the companies that can... That are, are actually in need, or are in a much more competitive sector, that are willing to pay for for really good SEO process, they will tend to have their own their own in-house uh, in-house team already. But I, so maybe the ones that will require the a little bit of everything type of online marketing SEO chop, uh, yeah, smaller companies will continue to require in general, but bigger companies maybe they. Don't require uh, do-it-all type of approach for, for for SEO, but they will build, and I, I am seeing this already build their own in-house team and and mm-hmm. then require the help and and hire the help for uh, uh, specialists and consultants that can help in specific areas where they have much more in-depth experience mm-hmm. with. And then on the other hand, I can I can yeah, as far as I've seen, yeah, the sophistication has grown and the difficulty in competition in certain sectors, especially well, the, the ones that really make money, the money-making ones, uh, are, are there. Uh, there are a lot of startups, also, that have or want to achieve a good deal, great deal of, of growth, uh, that require, also, uh, SEO help. So I can, like, in the short mid-term, I don't see this happening, uh, like, going down, right? In the, in the long run, who knows, right? Like, we yeah. see Google integrating much more uh, search in with another platforms or, or paradigms of, of finding information, like for example, with Google Discover, right, being an a, a, an assistant that that um, that recommends you content directly based on on your preferences, on your uh, browser activity, and 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 previous activity, historical activity, and even your email activity, right? Because mm-hmm. use as a as a as a data source, so that might change if, if that gets a lot of, of, of traction and usage by users. Then, on the other hand, we have voice search. I don't think that voice as an output uh, will really, really, really have a a, a much higher impact uh, than the one that we already seen because simply because we are we are visual people and we require uh, a visual output in order to to Make decisions and also to fulfill our need, so for example, if I want to 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 know the weather in in uh, in New York, yes a, a spoken answer will be enough it's ninety eight degrees in New York or something like that, right but if it is a much more transactional or sophisticated complex type of query, I do need a visual output. I will never dare to buy a dress or a, some 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 pants or anything based on on simply uh, conversation that is completely spoken without actually validating with mm-hmm. my eyes what I am buying right unless I already know the product pretty well mm-hmm. right so but for discovery from a discovery uh, perspective that is what we do uh, deal uh, a lot in, in SEO right? To get new customers, new clients. I don't think that replacing the visual aspect of, of search. Uh, so that is why I think that now with the smart assistants also have a a, a screen. Uh, so there will be continually a, a a visual output. Then we have the other type of change in paradigm of a single type of answer instead of the the ten uh, the, the, the 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 ten results right that we have right now. And, Mm-hmm. in 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 the typical desktop search or even mobile, we have many more results uh, but then we come to this other um, so many other 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 concerns about is a single answer really going to fulfill the the expectation of the user it's not too dangerous and uh, to completely to show a single answer and bias completely the The experience of the user is that single answer completely reliable to be shown as unique, only the only one, right? So there's so many questions regarding this type of assistant type of interaction that we have right now, but I think it needs to evolve in order to be very dangerous <laughs> on one mm-hmm. hand, and I'm not talking about dangerous from, from an SEO perspective, but from a user experience standpoint. Sure. And, and let's remember that Google, Google is meant to provide best possible experience to the user. And this is the way uh, why Google has remained to be to be as relevant as, as, as they are right now mm-hmm. and continue to grow, right? So mm-hmm. I think that there are good deals of questions regarding this evolution of the search experience still including voice, right? Voicing conversational type of search interaction uh, in order to keep the the user experience as good as possible uh, without harming the user, given bias type of answer or experience that will end up only harming the search engine. Uh, th- there was a really good thread uh, today, actually, in Spanish, um, of uh, a, a Spanish SEO talking um, um, about, it was curious how what is happening in in, in China with Baidu, right? Like the the results of Baidu that are 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 not possible, are not positive, uh, but but negative And how they have many more uh, competitors coming. I actually was last last month in China, and I was told how uh, there was this situation of, of, of a person dying because they 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 saw an advert. In, in Baidu search results, and then ended up uh, going through a medical treatment that mm. didn't end up well. So uh, oh, wow. Baidu Baidu got a lot of backlash because before dying, the person shared how they, the 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 person had ended up going through that hopeful experience, right? Mm. And and the way that they that the person had found the, the 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 service has been through Baidu, and it is known that Baidu has. Well, that they are very, very, very flexible regarding their 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 policies and 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 quality uh, standards regarding ads, right? Just because they really, really, really want to grow, of course. So they, this is when it re- ends up backlashing and harming the brand, right? So mm. after this, after this, a lot of people and the, from my feeling, the people who are are more knowledgeable? They stop using Baidu. Uh, a few of them that I talk with, they say, "Oh look, after this happened, I stopped using Baidu because they, they, uh, I don't share those principles of adver- allowing anything to be advertised, even medical services that are much more, uh, yeah, critical and and, and sensible." And uh, and and then uh, just to get reliable uh, answers and, and and results, they go to. The version for Quora in, in China, right? There there is a there is a there is a um, a service that is a and A type of service, so they will get the the, the answer from other users instead of, of a changing. So and and then I I ended up realizing that they have a, also a new. A new competitor right like that also is focused on, on search and people also search through WeChat and other apps so the experience is much more segmented than the one that we have in the Western world with, with Google but realistically this is what I don't think that Google really wants for themselves right and, the, and they, the, the evolution that they have had through this time even if a lot of websites and SEOs we complain because they are they are becoming the final destination, right? They are mm-hmm. given the answers directly in the SERPs, and, and this is traffic that is not going to the, the websites directly, unfortunately, right? And I, I, I am hurt also by that, and I, I think it's a little bit sad. If you see this uniquely from a user standpoint, you will see that if you are not, not about SEO at all, if you are not the website owner, this ends up having a relatively good user experience, right? Yeah. It really mm-hmm. facilitates the user to get their answer right there, yeah. uh, the service right there, in a much more visual way, integrated in a in the in the in the search results layer in a much more straightforward way. So, even if we see all of these updates and changes and evolutions from a negative standpoint, uh, less traffic for the website, less less control to the SEOs, and 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 harder ways to, to achieve traffic growth because you have end up having Google even as a competitor. On the other hand, from a user standpoint, all these updates and changes continue to be positive. So Google needs to balance this out very carefully to not end up having a scenario like Baidu, to to to, to continue uh, for the sake of growth, to, to to release something that will end up harming the user experience because this will end up backlashing. right? So this is why I think that it's very unlikely. Uh, uh, having like a single answer for everything, because this will end up not necessarily be the, the final uh, best possible experience to for the user in general, right, on one hand. And then on the other hand, because I, I, I do believe that after all what we have seen lately uh, regarding the, the 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 search bubble, search bias, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that is a scenario that I, that I don't think that will be positive to have to have a single answer for 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 a question uh, where there's n- won't be more options or alternatives because yeah you can easily end up having these circumstances of of of, of having biases in the in the in the type of, of of, of results that you can get, even just because of personalization, right? Because of, of the result that you will get, yeah, uh, will will be based on, on your previous historical uh, search experience and you will end up going much more into your own bubble of beliefs and preconceived uh, uh, yeah, beliefs in, at the end of the day. So I see that being more dangerous from a user perspective. And I hope, and I do think that Google won't end up running into that type of situation.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, last reader question uh, Brian Harnish of Site Objective and another search engine journal contributor. I uh, want to know uh, what is your best international SEO tip for this year?
1: Oh My god, my best international SEO tip for this year. You know what? It's about being consistent with using you now. So a lot of people think that just because they set the short annotations, um, that will be it, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, oh, well, yeah, later I have my extra line annotations set, and uh, and I still don't rank with the right page. And uh, in, in many occasions, it's because they have issues in the <laughs> implementation, right? But in other occasions, is because they haven't properly geolocated the subdirectory or the subdomain that they are using, or because they have uh, one of those versions have so much authority for so many years uh, and is so relevant, have content that is so relevant, and it's really fulfilling and feeding and optimised to the way that uh, users search in the initial market, then the, all the content is not, it's rubbish, or it's very, very, very poor content, thin content, not localized content. But then still, somehow people think that they will end up ranking well just because they implemented plan annotations. And no, it is not like this. It's important to be consistent. It's important to align all the signals uh, from a geolocation configuration. Uh, for, uh, yes, of course, do it for Plan. But also, it's important that you, if you do, uh, and if you do have um, subdirectories and, and, and subdomains to geolocate uh, to the Google search console configuration, uh, to also be very careful with the way that the content is optimized, it's localized as much as possible to really connect and with the way that is being searched within that specific market. Uh, so yeah, being consistent and align everything as much as possible to give the right signals to it be because it's, it's not one thing signal or another. It's the consistency of everything that will allow you to be able to to have the best possible positions within within a market.
0: Absolutely. Okay, my final question for you. What's next for Alita Solis?
1: What's next? Oh, my God. Well, what's next for me? I am actually doing a survey uh, uh, right now since yesterday about uh, what makes SEO processes fail, Mm. which is uh, I'm going to share the outcome and of course actionable tips to avoid the situations or overcome the situation with a session that I will have in Brighton SEO. So I am very, very excited. It's not the typical session that I will tend to do, right? Because mm-hmm. I usually, I think, this year I'll be speaking a lot about, besides international, about progressive web app uh, optimization, also about um, web migrations, a lot, voice search, a lot. So it's it's actually um, it's refreshing from time to time to address SEO in general, right? A little bit of more from a growth perspective and goals, achievement perspective. So I'm very excited about that and very looking forward for that. I, pro- like, um, I recall that this podcast will won't be er probably like only in in a couple of weeks right so you at at, at that point i think that the survey will be closed already but um if if it is already closed uh, like stay tuned for the results i think that it, it will be good
0: absolutely sounds great i'm looking forward to that one um yeah, that was it. Um, so just remind everybody listening, um, you know, if they want to connect with you or find you online, uh, social media or elsewhere, um, tell them where they can find you. Uh, or if there's anything in particular, like uh, something you've written or something that you're doing that you'd like people to check out.
1: Yes. So uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, at Aleida, in my own website, com, of course. Uh, you can find me also in Crawling Mondays in YouTube where I share actionable, how to, in a very actionable way, how to address many uh, SEO challenges that we would would have in a, in a day-to-day basis. I, I wrote a post uh, last week regarding how I use Google Docs to do many SEO validations that you may find that useful because I, I love the flexibility of Google Docs and I end up using Google Docs for, oh my God, a lot. As a, as a Mac user, Maybe because Excel is so bad with Mac, <laughs> uh, I find Google Docs to be so such a such a powerful and also flexible tool. That is also web-based, so it's nice. So uh, maybe you might find that useful. So and I think that's pretty much it. I'm very looking forward to. To to See any of you at some point if if you don't know me uh, Personally, but if you see me that I am at a conference where you will be uh, Please make sure to say hi I'm I'm more than happy to to meet more people to hang out to to share a coffee together and exchange uh, Any any views and and give feedback if, if you want of course, I'm very friendly and open in general (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is true. You are very friendly. So, Elena, thanks so much for joining us today. And, uh, you know, there was just so much good stuff in here. I hope everyone listening really enjoyed it. I know I did. Uh, it's been a great discussion. Um, and just uh, in closing, uh, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, in a way, you're part of the reason that I decided to start this series, Elena, because uh, I was looking at all the amazing stuff you were doing, you know, doing oh so well. And I thought, how in the heck does she do it? So. I figure there's no better way to find out and just bring you on a podcast and ask you. So um <laughs> just wanted to say that, you know, it looks like you're doing an amazing job and you're definitely one of the brightest lights we have in our industry. So thank you for all that you're doing, you know, spreading your knowledge and just being a great torchbearer for our industry. Um, and I'm really thankful for you to taking the time out of your schedule to chat with us today.
1: Oh, thank you for the opportunity, Danny. And it really means a lot. Uh, thank you for sure. Thank you. Thank you a lot. It, it, it's it's, it's uh, really, really, really nice coming from you, especially. It yeah. means a lot. Thanks.
0: All right. Well, that does it for another edition of the Search Engine Journal Show. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, this was, like I said, a great one, I think. Uh, please tune in again next week uh, and don't miss out um, on future great interviews like this one. Uh, both Brent Satoris and myself have got a lot of great guests lined up for the rest of the year. So if you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, now is the time. Uh, and if you like this podcast please tell your friends spread the word about the search engine journal show we would sincerely appreciate the support and love Uh, and don't forget you can also follow search engine journal at sejournal on twitter and you can follow us on facebook and linkedin and as always, please let us know if you have any feedback about our podcasts, good or bad, because we always strive to make them better and more useful to you. Uh, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Mr. Danny Goodman. So long, and thanks for listening. Sweet.